Hello there, friends, and welcome to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. I am Rachel Larson, and I'm so glad that you are listening today. I haven't been on the podcast again in a little bit because my husband and I just moved to Japan. So this is the very first podcast episode coming from Japan. And uh, we've been getting settled in here, and I think we're getting Wi-Fi soon and everything. We came to this apartment, and it was completely unfurnished, no stove, no refrigerator, no anything. But like, we have running water and doors, and uh, we've been getting settled in. He started his new job. So, but I'm back on the podcast and so happy to share some things that have been on my heart, and I'm excited to be able to have more time to share on the podcast and on social media and we actually have a a new way to connect coming soon so stay tuned for that and today we're actually talking about worry and control that kind of go hand in hand i don't know if you have certain things that you consider reliable something you can always kind of fall back on especially for comfort um when things are kind of crazy Um, or even just things in general that you think are reliable. I always thought that my Google accounts were solid, that I could always rely on those to to make accounts with my Gmail account or to save documents and everything. And it has been very reliable. However, the school that I went to that I, I got that account through, they had to delete a bunch of them so that there's space and storage for new students coming in. And so this account that I thought was solid, I could use forever, was no longer reliable. Or I like to think that my Instagram accounts, which I use kind of as my life photo journal to share with family and friends, I like to think that those are reliable and would last for a while to show, or for my children and grandchildren to see someday maybe. Or I don't know if you have a comfort TV show that you can always turn on and you know who the characters are, you know how the show's going to turn out and how the story ends, and they seem to be pretty reliable as long as the streaming service keeps them and you have Wi-Fi. <laughs> we all kind of have things that we think we can rely on 100%. And before moving to Japan, there were many things I considered reliable in the place that I lived. I could run to Target anytime I need anything, watch a TV show if I wanted some time to relax, go to a coffee shop and order my favorite drink whenever I wanted caffeine. I could order stuff off Amazon. It'd come to my doorstep in two days. And we were really close to Lake Michigan, which was like a place that I love to go to um, find peace and just a place to connect with God. So those were things I considered reliable. And obviously all of that has been taken away and we have a new place. And we all have things that we think are reliable and that we can count on, but we live in a time too where there's so many things that are readily available at our fingertips with Amazon and social media, uh, just having our phones and computers and having access to so many things. So then when things are out of our hands, we kind of feel out of control. And the truth is, you don't have as much control as you think. We see it on the news, shootings, nuclear threats, war, hurricane destruction. None of these things are things that we can control on our own. As I realized, I would not have access to things I considered reliable, even the vast majority of my belongings that would need to be packed away. The language and alphabet I grew up using, my family and friends, I could see your contact easily. I, 
I began to worry. I worried about what clothes I would need to bring. What if we don't have the right paperwork? Will I have access to buy the things I need? And when we feel out of control, we can often try to gain control through other means. Some people try to gain control through buying everything they want. Fancy clothes, top brands, the biggest and best new vehicle. Some people grasp control through their bodies, workouts, food, the scale. Some people seek to control their feelings through substances that numb their feelings or make them feel better. We worry about so many things, many things that really are out of our control. And we think we are bigger than we truly are. And when these things happen that remind us that we are small, such as natural disasters, things in politics and in our society that we can't really do anything about, we're reminded that we are are small and we're finite and we don't have control. But we are reminded that it's okay because in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. And in Isaiah 40, verses 7 through 8, we're reminded that, indeed, the people are grass. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God remains forever. You are not God. You cannot control the weather, the actions of evil-intending people, the media, politics, society, the outcome of the future, or what other people think of you. We are weak, we are grass, we are made of dust. Only God is in control and is fully reliable. He created the heavens and the earth. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if he speaks it, he will do it. He who promised is faithful. He always does what he says he will do. We have no need to worry When Jesus was visiting Martha and Mary, Martha was all in a hustle. She was worried about serving well. She was controlling the food, distracted by what she was doing and trying to be a good host. Here's what the passage says. While they were traveling, he entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who also sat at the Lord's feet and was listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks, and she came up and asked, Lord, you don't care that my sister has left me to serve alone? So tell her to give me a hand. The Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has made the right choice, and it will not be taken away from her. So, Martha was doing all the right things. She invited Jesus into her home. She was probably preparing food and working hard to serve the Lord. But it wasn't enough. On quite the contrary, she was doing too much. She was focused on all the little things and missing out on the one big important thing. One thing is necessary. Mary was chilling. Not helping, not serving, not striving to please. She was just sitting there. That had to be frustrating coming from Martha's perspective. But what does Jesus say? Mary has made the right choice, and it will not be taken away from her. 
What Mary was doing is very countercultural to the fast-paced, efficiency-focused Western United States world. Mary sat at the Lord's feet and was listening to what he said. She sat and listened. When was the last time you did that? Not sat and watched a show, not sat and scrolled through social media, not sat and listened to music. When was the last time you sat and earnestly listened for the sound of his voice? Martha was too preoccupied to enjoy his presence. Mary was at peace in his presence. Are you preoccupied with everything around you? Or are you at peace in his presence? Now, sometimes when we enter his presence, it's with questions. We have things that we want to ask him about, or we come to him with frustrations. We come to him with worries. We come to him with all kinds of different things. We come to him with any emotion, any thought, any idea. He just wants us to come to him. And when we do come to him, we receive his peace. In Philippians 4, verses 6 through 7, it says, Don't worry about anything. What? How do we not worry about anything? There's so many things to worry about. But it says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition. So, talking to God and petition is like asking Him for things. With thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So instead of worrying, we're supposed to talk to him about everything. We can ask him for things. We can just talk to him, be thankful, and bring our requests to him. And the crazy thing about prayer, C.S. Lewis says that prayer does not change God. It changes us. When we actually talk to him, it helps us remember how big he is, how small we are, how good he is how faithful he is, that he's in control and that we're not. So when we speak those things out, it helps us get the right perspective. Instead of being preoccupied, we get perspective. And then it continues, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That's guarding our hearts and minds against worry. That's guarding our hearts and minds against negative thoughts from even our own negative thoughts um, or negativity from other people. So don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. This peace, I love the phrase, which surpasses all understanding, because I know people who love Jesus, and I myself have had this situation before where everything around me seems like chaos to everyone else, but I feel at peace because I know he's got me. I've talked to him about the things that I was worried about, and I know that he's in control. And so even though it might not make sense to everyone, the peace surpasses all understanding. When we hear his voice, all the other voices, the news, TikTok, your own negative thoughts get drowned out. As my favorite hymn goes, and the things of earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. 
We must turn our focus away from all the little distracting tasks and remember the one most important thing, him. John 10 tells us that Jesus is our shepherd and his sheep hear his voice. It says, he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. The sheep follow him because they know his voice. That's from verses three and four. And one of the great passages that I turn to when I'm struggling with worry is um, in Matthew 6, verses 25 through 34. So I'm going to read that for you. Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wildflowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you, you of little faith? So don't worry saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So we don't need to worry about our bodies, clothes, food, the future. God is in control. He's a good God. He is faithful. We do not need to worry about these other things. 2 Corinthians 4, 16-18 says, Therefore, we do not give up. Even though our outer person is being destroyed, our inner person is being renewed day by day. For our momentary light affliction is producing for us an absolutely incomparable eternal weight of glory. So we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. One thing is necessary. What have you chosen? Thank you for joining us on the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. You can find us on Instagram and feel free to send me a message if you have any questions or a prayer request. You can join our Facebook group. Please share, rate, and write reviews. When you do that, it helps other people find this podcast too. And stay tuned for a new way to connect that's coming soon. Thanks for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you.